Hi, I'm Jamie. I've been a producer, director, and a screenwriter. I'm Brad. I've been a videographer and a screenwriter. This is TV We Love, a podcast where we take a deep dive into a single season of our favorite TV shows. And maybe some of our second favorites, too. Hello, Jamie. Hello. How's it going? Good. I'm working on my posture. I'm trying to sit up straight. I am exercising my back muscles by slouching and stretching them to the backs. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it uh, with 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 the middle of my back. So, yeah. Do I look like I'm sitting up stiffer you look than as, normal? You look as professional as I've ever seen. You're oh, like thank you. Super straight and awesome. Yeah, you look like you're ready I feel to host it. NPR. I feel like I've been practicing my superhero stance too. Yeah. Yeah, it makes you feel powerful. You should try it. I feel like I'm going to need to see the superhero stance in a little bit. Okay. Uh, I got a weird question. Okay. When does clothing become laundry? Ah, uh-huh. well, for sure. Like, is it if you spill something on it? Is it is it something where it's like they're all chickens? Just one is the hen and one is the rooster. You know. But they're all oh, chicken. you mean like when, when does clothes okay. clothes yeah and do you pronounce the th in clothes? But I mean, I think laundry is towels and other okay. things too. Okay, I think it's just collectively all the things you need to put in the washer and dryer. But is it only laundry when it's in the basket and the washing machine and the dryer? No, I can have laundry on the floor, on the top of the desk, draped over a chair. Dra- right, right. <laughs> Okay, so I'll push it a bit further. Okay. Is it, when it's draped over and and you're calling it laundry, is it just because it needs to be washed or it was just cleaned? Oh, it could be either way. Like, is it laundry? For me, it could be either way. Is it laundry when it's in your closet, when it's in your drawers? No. Exactly. I think it's laundry until you put it where it's supposed to go. And then it's just clothes and and towels? Yeah, it's just... I'm going to grab this shirt. I don't, I don't ever say I'm going to grab my laundry out of the drawer. If I said I was going to grab my laundry out of the drawer, I would assume I meant it was dirty. I'm going to look up laundry. <laughs> I okay. just, I'm curious what the uh, official definition. Okay. Def. I can stand behind this. This is. It's like that stupid thing where those stoners last year were like, when are you wet? When you're in the water or when you're out of the water? Because you can't be wet inside the water, which I think is just ridiculous. You're wet as soon as you touch water. Like, just because you're in water, that just means your maximum wetness, you know? Yeah, I think you're wet in the water. Yeah, as soon as you touch the water, you're wet. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree with that. But, but they were like, I you're remember not wet. this question. Yeah. It's been a few years, hasn't it? I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Okay. But I would say, okay, before you look or before you read the definition, I would think laundry would be the clothes, towels, linens, whatever that needs to be laundered. And then part of that laundering session would include putting away whatever clothes, towels, linens. Right? That's part of the process. Right. Like hanging them, putting them in the cabinet drawer, whatever you do. Yeah. But I think everything in between, then it becomes your clothes or your towels or your blankets. That's that's what I would think. I would agree. Okay. This is the official okay. definition. All right. Clothes mm-hmm. and linens that need to be washed or that have been newly washed. Okay. That's the definition. Yeah. So anytime it revolves around the washing cycle, I would say it's called laundry. Right. Anytime it's not part of the washing cycle, it's just clothes and linens. Right, right. I agree. I agree with that. That's that's the official. Okay. That's the official word. I agree. Did you like that? Was that a little brain buster? This is why everybody tunes in. They're like, what are we going to learn today on the TV We Love podcast? That's right. We're going to talk talk about about dirty laundry. Yeah. Are we going to talk? What are we going to talk about? What are we going to (laughs) learn? Laundry definition. That's right. Boom. Boom. You're welcome. Heard it here first. (laughs) Awesome. I got another one. 
Uh oh. Okay, let's do it. As we're just stalling for time, I got one. If you were to die, like on a, a secluded island, and you got like two of your friends with you, uh huh, would you have a problem if they ate you? No, I wouldn't. Th- I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a preference either way. I'd be dead. That's exactly how I feel. I was kind of hoping there'd be some resistance. That way we could discuss it. But No, I'm dead. I don't have any say in anything. Would you have a problem eating somebody? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you're on an island and you're about to starve to death. Somebody dies first. I just think at that point that I just have to let my survival instincts take over and I really don't want to put any forethought in it because I feel like that makes it different. It makes it a moral issue. I've got no problem eating somebody if I had to. Yeah. I'm not saying that they're on the menu. And I'm not saying I look at people and think, hmm, they look delicious. This is worrying me because your refrigerator is kind of bare right now. (laughs) (laughs) Should I be concerned? (laughs) No. You know I eat out. (laughs) Um, But it's for survival. Would you eat somebody if you had to? I want to say no, that I would find another resource, but I I know that in the moment, my survival instincts would take over, and I really don't know. What if you eat somebody and you like the taste? What if you're like, this is the best steak I've ever had, or pork chop? Well, then, I mean, I think you've got other issues to deal with. I think, I don't think there's issues to it. I think meat is meat, and if it tastes good, it tastes good, so... Look, again, I have to stress, I don't want to eat anybody, and I don't want to be in a situation where I have to. Okay, Jeffrey. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, if it's like that alive scenario, you know, you're trapped on the Andes Mountains with 30 people and 15 of them died in an airplane crash. Yeah. I don't think I would feel bad about trying to survive. No, I I agree. I think your survival instincts would kick in, but it's not something I like to think about yeah. Look, or say instincts- oh 100 i would like i don't want to say that i just want to wait and see what my survival instincts tell me I, and, and at if, the time if one of my first thought process is this would be okay if i had butter then so be it so uh, oh and i have another question you wouldn't that. have butter you just eat butter you could <sighs> live off of butter until the rescue team comes is that true I'm gonna. I, w- I would try it. I would try. If I had butter, I would not be making a a butt steak and putting butter on it. Uh, and the other thing is, do you want to eat a fat person or a thin person? And I, I, I think if you're on a desert what island, would be, what you, would, you probably would. They would probably be on the thinner side. It would be like the uh, flats and the wings. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like if you're eating a fat person, you're going to have a lot more fat. It's going to be grizzly, and I feel like it's not going to be good meat. Don't you want the lean meat? Isn't I don't know. That the they best say part? that the fat makes the steaks more tasty. Well, yeah. all right, that one actually made me a little bit nauseous. Okay, you deserve it. All right. <laughs> Butter just supplies calories and a lot of it, but difficult to utilize that calorie as compared to carbohydrates like glucose. Right. There are other nutrients like protein, minerals, and vitamins but the body will have a hard time to digest and metabolize the fat and will produce many end products that are bad for the health. Mm. But Yeah, but I mean, it's bad for your health to starve to death. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh what two foods can you survive on? A balanced diet of survival food will ensure that your body is getting all the protein, carbs, minerals, and vitamins it requires to remain healthy. If you could only select five foods, that wasn't part of the question, but this is part of the answer. If you could only select five foods to survive on, potatoes, kale, trail mix, grains, and beans would get you pretty far. Okay. So that's how you survive. Nice. If you don't have any people to eat. Okay. All right. Well, I think we've stalled <laughs> long enough. Uh, we have a, a special episode, and at first, super special, super special. And at first, we were just going to pin this at the front of our regular episode, like we've yeah. done in the past. Uh-huh. But it was a little bit longer of a conversation than w- we expected. But it 
in all the best ways. Yes. We're so happy that we can deliver like an actual episode of content of this. And we have a special guest this week. Yes, we do. Do you want to talk about who the special guest is? It's David Rogers. David Rogers. And you might know him as the editor and director and producer of The Office. Woohoo. David Rogers, I enjoyed our speak our talk with David Rogers. Yes. He was probably one of the coolest people we've ever talked to. It went by so fast. It did go by it, so fast. There was so much to talk about. Yeah. And yes. So it was it was approximately a 40 minute conversation and we're about to play it. Uh this dude, he was so nice. And he yeah, he's an Emmy Award winner. He's edited 98 episodes of The Office, and he became a producer of The Office in season six. Uh, his first episode was season five, Employee Transfer. Uh, which, which we is, love. It is one of our favorites. He he directed more as the series went on. He directed uh, quite a few from season nine and, and season eight. Uh, but yeah, he's he also directed 11 episodes of The Mindy Project, and he's helped uh, edit episodes of Space Force. Yeah. That you guys remember on the very funny Space Force on Netflix. Yes. Uh, overall, he's just Greg Daniels' guy. So yes, he, I he, love it. He had a lot of insight for us, and we really enjoyed our talk with him. And we so appreciate the time. It was just awesome yeah. that he took the time to speak with us, and it was great. It was amazing. So we're just going to take a break from the regular episode, and we're just going to play our conversation with David Rogers, award-winning editor guru and overall badass dude yes i would agree with all of that Woo! all right so here it is here it is enjoy Mm -hmm. hi so hi how are you guys (laughs) we're great how are you i'm good i'm good thank Uh, you so much yeah yeah i'm trying to get a good background here i get all my superman crap i should Uh, (laughs) hey that's that's not crap we like like it yeah (laughs) we just got you know a few questions for you so I got my pro mic here. So. Yeah. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the, the first question we have for you is, is basically just how did you get into editing and then how did that lead to the office? That's a, okay. That's a good question. Um, how did I get into editing and how did it lead to the office? All right. So uh, I, I always give a little bit about my, uh, my, my past of just like, you know, I, when I was a kid, I saw Superman the movie. And uh, I was like, oh, I want to make movies. And so I kind of, I pursued that in high school, uh, you know, like junior high, high school, shooting little films with my friends and things like that on VHS. And uh, and then I went to film school. I went to Ithaca College. And uh, I, you know, was making movies there and was shooting on film. And uh, I kind of excelled at editing. Like, uh, just, it was just something I loved, you know, there's a lot of stress when you're out in the world shooting stuff um, and you're dependent on all these people. And then when you're, when you're back in, in, in an edit bay and it's just you and the footage, uh, like you and the machine, as I call it, uh, there's really a lot of, a lot of creativity happens. And uh, I just enjoyed, I just really enjoyed that part of the the filmmaking process. Um, Then I, I graduated, I moved out to Los Angeles and uh, you know, I got various jobs. I was a production assistant and uh you know, working on like, you know, educational videos, uh, mm-hmm. short videos, uh, music videos, independent films, and eventually kind of segued into post-production. I was always stressed being on set, especially as a PA. It's like, yeah. again, you're you're at the mercy of what everybody else is doing. And right. I'm like, why is it taking three hours to light the kitchen? What does that mean? <laughs> you know, if we're shooting, <laughs> shooting so at some house and, and you know, and uh, I always like wanted to like, if I'm working late, I want to have some you know, some say over why I'm working late and that it's, it's on me. And, and, uh, I kind of, yeah, I kind of just fell into post-production. I was, uh, started apprentice editing and assistant editing on things. I was doing trailers. Um, and then I, I got a, I, you know, I started, I, I, then I started cutting, I was cutting low budget trailers. I spent a year like really learning the equipment, the technology had changed from yeah. film and video to, non-linear computers and there's like a real art to cutting trailers too you know oh yeah yeah Yeah. well and that's yeah it's definitely it's a completely different different style and and skill set i i think from from cutting like long form you know comedies or movies tv shows um but uh i uh yeah i i ended up you know i but i learned the avid i really learned uh, the avid well after a year 
And then uh, I got a call from a friend, another Ithaca College alumni, said, hey, uh, the editor of Seinfeld is leaving and her assistant is leaving. And uh, there's a new editor and uh, they, they're looking for a new assistant. Are you available? And I was like, I'll be there today. <laughs> so <laughs> I, uh, I came on board uh, Seinfeld for the last two seasons nice. uh, as an assistant editor. Yeah. And uh, I, was work- I was working on another show at the time also for Castle Rock called The Single Guy. I was doing... I was doing both shows. I, was I think I vaguely remember that one. Both shows. So it was yeah. Jonathan Silverman. Okay. Uh, very funny show. Um, uh, Ming Na Wen was in it. Uh, you know, very. Uh, it was actually a really good show, and uh, Brad Hall was the the showrunner. Okay. Um, so, and then uh, so then then I did sign up. So I was assisting, and I I got to cut the clip show, which aired right before the series finale. And uh, what was nice was I got to also use uh, music from Superman the movie. I built a montage at the beginning. Oh, with, uh, that was good. I got to I, I got to use it. And I remember Jerry Seinfeld when I when I told him hey, I'm going to you know build this montage with Superman music. We were on stage, and he's like, he was worried like that it would feel a little too repetitive because you know it's a familiar theme. And I was like, oh no no no, like everyone knows the. Da, 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 da. Yeah, but I, I I was like, oh no no, there's I, I was so familiar with the music. I'm like, there's all these changes and everything. It's it, trust me. And uh, when he saw it, he he just loved it. He loved you know just seeing all the high quality production value that yeah. we had in the show set to this music. And uh, it was really a, a, a fun thing to to put together. That's I love that montage. Fantastic. Even uh, uh, the Green Day montage too. That was yeah yeah. That was that was um. I remember seeing that, that live, was, and that was like emotional, you know. Like it was, it was good. Yeah, that was something. Um, we we worked on that on the gag reel, and and Skip Collector, who was the editor on Seinfeld, who I worked with, and uh, Tim Kaiser, who was the line producer. We when we were working on like the gag reel for the end of the season, and we were we were putting together music, and uh, I think that was where. We were playing, you know, you can use anything. So we, I think we were playing and listening to stuff, and uh, that's where we got the idea for that. I don't know if we even put it on the gag reel, but we used it on the, uh, that was it. It, it made it to the clip show. It was yeah. one of the things we heard. It was like, oh, let's let's use this. And, uh, yeah, it just worked out really well. It just fit perfectly. And, again, Jerry loved it because the lyrics also was like, you know, good riddance. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was yeah. kind of that, you know, that, that, that kind of, like, subtext of, like, you know, uh, Nobody learns, nobody hugs, that kind of a thing. Uh, yeah. You know, a little bit of that. Like, you know, sentimental, but not overly sentimental. Yeah. Um, but so a- after that, this is, this is where it, it goes. Uh, after that, we went to a show <laughs> called News Radio. Um, Skip Collector was, was editing. I was assisting, and, and uh, he would direct and, and also do pilots, and I would slip into the editor's chair, and I would get to cut. The line producer was Kent Zabornak. Years later, I get a phone call. Um, I'm editing actually Seinfeld DVDs. That was a thing. It was you know we were yeah. doing the extras for the Seinfeld DVDs, and Kent calls me and says, uh, "Hey, I got a show. I think you'd be a good fit for the line for the executive producer." Let me let me start that over. Uh, Kent calls and says, uh, "Hey, I've I got a new show. I think you'd be a great fit for the showrunner. Uh, I'd love for you to meet him." Uh, I said, "Yeah, great." He's like, "I'll send you the I'll send you the pilot." I'm like, "Okay." So he sends me the pilot. It's the American Office. And uh, I watched this thing, and I'm just like, oh, my God, this is just... I had never seen the British show or anything. Right. I'm yeah. watching this, and I'm just, I'm just blown away at, at the, you know, at, like, it's dark, it's funny, the cringe. <laughs> and yeah. I love... I'm a huge Six Million Dollar Man fan, and I love that Steve Carell <laughs> does the Six Million Dollar Man. Yeah, he does the Six Million Dollar Man. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm doing this show, and uh, that was it. I met with Greg Daniels, and uh, we had a great, uh, you know, we had a great lunch, and uh, just, you know, we just talked about the industry and work and the show, and uh, I told him one of my big contributions was I said. Uh, I feel like Star Trek is too mainstream for Dwight. Like Battlestar Galactica <laughs> would be something. And that kind of came in. This was even before the reboot of Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. So it was just wow. based on the original. Yeah. And uh, that was something that kind of evolved in the show that uh, that Dwight was a, you know, became a Battlestar Galactica fan and, and everything. Um, but that was it. We just hit it off. And then Greg was like, all right, we're, uh, you know, we're doing five more episodes. So I'd love you to come in to, you know, we got to tweak the pilot for broadcast. And, uh, yeah. my first episode was diversity day. So. Awesome. Awesome. Now 
I, I edit sometimes and I'm a nerd about it. Are you, is it strictly Avid or do you use Adobe or is it, yeah. What's your, what's your <coughs> preference as far as editing software? It's always Avid. Like I okay. always use Avid. Um, I've used, you know, I've, I've used Final Cut Pro back in the day on yeah. like home projects and things like that. But everything that I've cut on professionally has been on an avid okay. because you need the networking and the EDLs and just, you know, the tech aspects and everything, you know, multicam, like just everything has always been, been avid. Yeah. Um, we'll incorporate like assistant editors. will use things like, um, you know, mocha now and things like that for visual effects. If we need to go outside of avid, but uh, generally everything is done, you know, in, in the avid. Well, we were curious about the editing schedule and how that's divided up. Did you have, did you rotate, um, you know, with other editors like uh, Dean Holland? Didn't he do like yes. 35 or how did, how did you work that out? Like, did they just assign them to you or? Yeah. Well, we, you know, when we started, what happened was, is that I came on board in uh you know, like I said, season one after the pilot. And uh, I was going to cut, we were only doing five. I was going to cut them all. We were going to air in March. And then suddenly NBC says, oh, we want to put you on in February. And Greg was very smart and said no. At the time when they had February sweeps, which was like ratings and, and all the shows would, you know, have great guest star appearances and things like that. And he's like, this is a little show. I don't want to be up against these, you know, big shows that are, right. you know, doing these big stunts. He's like, so we'll fine. We'll go on in January. So because of the expedited schedule, it was like I was cutting, and we brought on another editor, Stu Bass, okay, who was a, you know, a pro. And um, so we were just we were just alternating episodes. That was it. and and even like, you know, I was finishing some of his, he was finishing mine, like working on stuff. And okay, uh, so that was it. We got the first first five and and the pilot done and ready for broadcast. We got picked up for season two. And then, uh, you know, I don't, Greg just said, okay, I just want you to come in and, and, and cut these episodes. We, you know, we've got six. We'll have a little more time. I was like, great. He said, if we get picked up for more, I'm going to need help. Like, it's just, you know, it's a little, it's, it's not the same. Multi-camera, you can have one editor do the whole season, just right. the way that the workflow is. And a, but single camera, it's a, it's a little different. There's more footage. It's, you know, it just, it takes longer. Um so after we did get picked up, we did get picked up for more episodes. And uh, what was funny was like they were looking for another editor, and I had worked with Dean on something. I think an MTV, uh, another buddy from News Radio knew me and knew Dean, and he kind of put us together on something for the MTV Movie Awards. And uh, I was like, oh, I, I know a great editor; he'd be a great fit. And uh, so, so that was it. I brought we brought Dean in, and okay. uh, so that was it. Dean and I would alternate episodes. In, in season two and then we would cut like the finale together um you know a big episode we'd cut together uh or a premiere we'd split the you know whatever or a christmas episode whatever you know big ones we would we would split and uh it's funny there are times where i'll watch an episode and i'm so familiar with it and, and then i realize oh i didn't cut this one dean uh. did you know or because i've looked <laughs> yeah. at it or i've cut scenes and vice versa he's you know we'll pass stuff you get behind he's like hey can you take a couple scenes and you know right. and i'll cut it send to him and 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 vice versa but um yeah we had a great time uh working together and uh, our department was great and we played a lot of call of duty Oh, nice, nice. And we'd play against the writers, and all the computers were linked up on you know on the server there and stuff. So, so it was, uh, it was really what what came first was Call of Duty in the show or Call of Duty in real life, and then one Call of Duty in real life. Oh, okay, all right. no, it was Call of Duty in real life. We started playing, and then the writers got hooked because they would see us playing, and then uh, and then it, yeah, it became uh, that's what, then it became a, an episode. You know? Nice. Was it was it the World at War that got you guys hooked? The, What'd the, you say? The Call of Duty World at War. Is that the one that got you guys hooked? I don't know. It was like, it was an old one. I mean, it was, this, I, I can't remember, but it was like uh, something offensive maybe, or I, I, I couldn't remember what the version is, but I remember we kept getting upgrades and we hated the upgrades. Like right. we, got so, we got so used <laughs> to this old style and then there were cheats where, oh, you get a red dot you could put on people, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know who's interested in that, but but we would play as teams, you know, like we would have, we would play with teams and like we'd have our intercoms on and we're like, go on, go on, they're in the building, there's a sniper, you know, I mean, we would do all that kind of stuff. And I've been there. We'd spend a lot, like we'd stay after work and play, like, all right, you know, and we'd set it, 
we would set the game limit. The time for each game was like the length of an episode. It was like 22 minutes was the length of each game. So <laughs> I love like, it. All right, we knew, you know, we uh, we know how much time we're committing to uh, to this kind of a thing. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was, a, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. But also, it, it's funny. Like I would. Uh, because Dean and I would alternate episodes, there were times where I was like, he's getting all the fun ones. He's getting yeah. fun, Michael. I'm like, he's getting fun, Michael. I'm getting mopey, Michael. I'm like, like, if you look at the episodes, there's episodes where Michael's like, you know, yeah. I'm getting, you know, uh, uh, a funeral for a bird. He's getting like back from vacation. Hey, mom. You know, I'm like, what, what is going on here? You know. Oh, I love so. it. Now, when you're editing, do you get sick of watching it over and over and seeing the same thing or does it make you laugh each time you see it it makes listen i'm 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 editing the super fan episodes yeah. right now so i'm going in i'm watching the episodes i watch uh i watch the assembly i watch the deleted scenes and then i'll even go through the dailies especially talking heads yeah and i'm laughing at stuff i'm and then i you know i mean i'm still cracking i i still enjoy the show i'm a fan yeah and i still but i love when i see something new or something that was cut out and yeah there's that i'm like you know and sometimes it's you know with these super fan episodes sometimes it's uh it's a little it's a joke or two like a line or two that got cut out for time yeah um or it's a whole scene you know, um, and like I said, yeah, there were, we, we had so much because of our style of shooting, our scripts were long. We could move faster with the yeah. handheld cameras and, yeah. you know, we didn't have a spend a lot of time lighting. We could shoot faster. So the scripts would be longer and we'd have a lot of stuff that would get cut out. Like people yeah. don't realize, you know, they watch the show and they're like, How was, why was this cut out? It's like because we only had 21 and a half minutes of of airtime when it was on nbc now it can be 26 minutes 28 you know when you watch a show that's just made for streaming it could be you know anything under 30 minutes 31 minutes um so it's nice to be able to put stuff back in and uh and remaster it so like even deleted scenes that didn't have music or didn't have uh you know final sound or things like that or visual effects we can you know we can put stuff in uh to these these super fan episodes uh but i love seeing things like i was i'm just editing uh you know finishing up season seven right now and there's a lot of stuff with uh michael and and will ferrell yeah in the beginning of uh, yeah. training day and I, that and i'm just like oh this is just beautiful i just love it i just and i'm cracking up yeah that stuff it's really really fun we love the super fans and yeah, that's what we're covering. That's is what the, we're covering. Yeah, cuts. Yeah, and right. it's yeah. just exciting to see what is added in that we didn't get to see yeah. in the original. Uh, so. Yeah. Do you do you guys edit episodes that are already streaming too? Do you ever go back and like add a few things? Because I I swear for me, and yeah. I, I see you shake your head no. So I, I know I'm just. Psychotic. I'll explain why, but yes, yeah. go ahead. But there are yeah. there's times when I I feel like uh, I've never noticed that before. In, in the regular episode. And so I started watching on Netflix years ago and then yeah. I bought them on DVD and I, I, this is, I've seen this show more than any other show. So then when I saw, saw it start streaming on Peacock, I was like, I don't remember like that little, like 10th of a second of a frame there, but uh, it, it would be the regular version. It wouldn't be the super fan version. So I'm like, I'm wondering if they're just adding in small stuff on, on the regular streaming version. And then, you know, of course you're adding all the, the cut scenes for the super fan so yeah there aren't different so we're not adding stuff in but there are different versions of the show okay like sometimes there are like with a few episodes there are a few different versions sometimes it was like oh there this was an hour long originally and then it got split into two halves mm -hmm. so like right. netflix might have shown the two half hour versions of uh, uh, uh of the delivery and Peacock may show the hour-long version, mm -hmm. but there was, you know, and there are things that were different. Like, okay, because of the half-hour version, we had a recap and added something in that wasn't in the hour version, or vice versa. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so th there are, a f and and sometimes there were episodes that we'd be ten seconds long, and NBC would give us the time, and then for the re-air we would lose the ten seconds. So it all it's all depends like what version. There, not that there's like a multi, but there are sp some episodes where there's different versions. And even like, oh, this originally was a supersized version where, you know, NBC would do this thing every once in a while where they would, instead of having four shows, 
on Thursday night, it would be three. Right. So they would every show would be like you know twenty five minutes long instead of twenty one minutes long. You know okay. things like that. Yeah. Um, but there are a few episodes that are that are different, and, and even uh, God, what's the one? The return. Um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, uh, Traveling salesman and the return. Okay. Is uh, uh, where they go out. Everybody's going out on sales calls in cars, like uh, Phyllis and uh, Karen. Yep. And you know, as they do their hair up and everything, and uh, you know, uh, D- D- Ryan and uh, Ryan Stanley. and Stanley. Yeah. And we did an hour, you know, we we originally aired it, I think it's an hour long, and then when we, or I, I think we did it as an hour long, or, or we did it as two half hours, whatever it was, when we re-aired it, they did something called the new Pete. So we took out uh, certain things and we added in a whole new B story okay. that was cut out of, of like, it was just more of like a Pam and Angela, you know, dealing with, with Dwight and things like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, just, just stuff like that happens. But, but a lot of times I see people like, this is, they changed this episode. And it's like, no, it's just Peacock has a slightly different version yeah. where they've, they've decided to go with the half hour instead of the, the hour long version, you know, so it's two half hours and they're slightly different, you know? Yeah. So, so things, little things like that. And but no one's going in. No one's like re-editing those episodes. All right. So once they're streaming, um, that's it. Yeah. For for the most part. So, yeah. And unless yeah. something. Changes. But you can see, like, there are someone someone compiled a full list. I saw, and I was I wrote them. I'm like, thank you. This is actually really helpful because like <laughs> Netflix has a version. iTunes has a ver- like they're just slightly different. You yeah. know what what ended up. You yeah. know. On so, uh, on on different different carriers. You know. So uh, unless my research is wrong, you started directing in season five as well. So yes, how, I, how did that come about? Did did you say you wanted to direct, or did somebody approach you about directing? And do you like it? I uh, I told Greg I wanted to direct at the end of season one, and he had directed. Greg directed his first live action episode, season one, basketball, okay. and uh, I was ah. on, I was on set I was on set with him. For a lot of it, he's like, "Yeah, I want you on set, just to, you know, because it was a, it was a, you know, you wouldn't think it was complicated, but suddenly it's like, oh, you have to, you know, just just the basketball game, keeping track of what side stuff is happening. If you have a camera on on this corner, and suddenly you go to the other corner for the like, it's going to look like the players are just going in the same direction right. every time, you know, where the hoop is. Like, you need to really keep the cameras on one side of the line here and." But you know, we still wanted to be on the on the court at certain times, and uh, so it was just you know fu- just fun seeing uh, seeing Greg direct, and and you know that was the one thing. Like it, it, a lot of shows, the editor is just away in an edit bay somewhere. The cast may never even meet them. But like for me, because I came up from multicam, where the edit bay and the the studio, the stage were right near each other, um, I was always familiar with with you know meeting meeting with the cast, and you know just kind of being somewhat of a presence involved and uh the same with the office our stage was right there the edit bay so the cast knew me and and you know being on set was no big deal it was oh yeah dave's here um (laughs) but but after so at at the end of season one i said oh i'd I'd really like to direct and greg was like yeah i think you'd be good at it and then at the end of season two i said i'd really like to direct he's like yeah i think you'd be good at it at the end of season three i was like all right you gotta let me direct <laughs> we've got a lot of directors and without naming names or anything i was just like i, I felt like uh, you know uh, dean and i were fixing episodes a lot of times yeah. like, right you know and uh, i was like i can't do any worse than some of these people so let's uh you know and i, I shouldn't say like it's not that they were so terrible it's just uh, like for us it's like oh you you know you have to work and massage things a little bit harder because it's it's a different kind of beast shooting this yeah. you know handheld yeah. footage and stuff and and uh, you know uh, but but anyway so that was he's like okay yeah 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 and then uh, I was set to direct in season four and then the writer strike hit yes. uh, but we we came back and then season five I got an episode and I remember the line producer uh, Randy Cordray came on board. And he's like, be careful what you wish for, because this was like a beast of an episode. It yeah. was like, all right. <laughs> it's one so of our favorite a, episodes of season five. It is. It is yeah. such a critical thank, episode, you know, with. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, yeah, it was uh, it was exciting. It was very challenging. I was having a panic attack the night before I was starting to shoot. I was like, oh, my God. You know, because, you know, it was 
there just were a lot of components. There was a lot of, you know, okay, they're in a truck yeah. uh, mm-hmm. for a lot of this. And, you know, trying to mine, you know, the performances and the comedy. It, it, I didn't have to do much. I mean, with, with them, like, as as actors, it's just like, you know, hey, guiding them just slightly. Hey, can you do this or hit this line or, you know, oh, say this, that was good, you know. But they were just such pros. And, uh, you know, for me, the big thing was like picking, all right, where, what angles are we going to see? I want to see, I need a three shot. I need a two, you know, uh, just, you know, over, over Steve to, to, you know, over Michael to Holly from Holly to Michael seeing, you know, and then seeing all three of them, seeing Daryl. There are moments in there that I'm really proud of when like Michael and Holly are arguing and you just see kind of Daryl looking up at the camera. (laughs) Daryl's awesome. (laughs) Yes. You know, and he's like, Hey, Remember that time you told me you ran to that baby? Call, <laughs> call me to your baby, old babysitter. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Call me back. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, acting was incredible, and it just throughout the whole episode, yeah. it just blew me away. Yeah. Uh, Thank I, you. Yeah. I, was, I do want to a lot going on. Yeah. Four. Uh, sorry, I was just going to say that you know, four stories in that episode. That's a huge episode. Like, yeah. It You know, you have Michael and Holly and Daryl. Then you've got, you know, Dwight and, and Andy uh, battling it out over, you know, Cornell. Yeah. Then you've got, uh, you've got Jim and, uh, uh, you know, Jim and Pam and the brothers. And I guess, I guess all right, th- you know, I'm trying to think if there's anything, the, the really three stories. But then, then we had a big cold open, you know. We had yeah. a big uh, Halloween, you know, just with, every, like, a lot of costumes and things like yep. that. So Yeah. Uh, you, you brought up basketball, so I just wanted to ask, is there footage yeah. of – uh, Brian sinking all of the the free throws. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Didn't he make like twenty? Is what I heard. Something like I that. I think he made like thirteen. Thirteen. Um, okay. Maybe. Yeah, I think he made thirteen in a row. I think. I wonder if in the super fan cut, if we kept all of them, and I have to. Did uh, you guys know he was he could shoot, or is it just extreme luck that he made thirteen in a row? Oh, well, no. I mean, he can. We we knew he could play, but it wasn't planned. It wasn't scripted. Okay. So it was like. It, I mean, like I don't think it was even script. Like, it just became this thing where <clears throat> he's shooting, and Greg's oh go 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 go. You know, and the camera goes, <laughs> and then it, and it was like don't no just keep the camera on and just keep as long as he can go. Yeah. And it it became this you know whatever what, however many baskets we kept in the, the whole joke is that michael overlooks him just because he just judges him like yeah, oh he's yeah, heavy or whatever yeah and he's the only one who's who can, you know he can actually hit and play <laughs> the thing. but yeah brian hit like 13 in a row or something like that yeah wow <laughs> excuse me that's impressive you got the next one uh, well i wanted to ask about Oh, what okay. did you I'm ask sorry. about the oh. fantasy football oh well, I was, I, are you part of the fantasy football uh <laughs> club i guess i I was um i was in the fantasy football league but i was not good and i would call my brother (laughs) my brother's like in a fantasy football and he would like help me but there were times where i would get texts where rain wilson would text me and be like dude your quarterback is injured you need to get another player in reserve and i was like i can't handle this after a while i was like i can't i can't these guys were hardcore like john and brian and and these guys uh you know they were hardcore about that. Yeah. Was it like fifteen years that they've been? They're, they're, they're still, still doing. It. I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't keep up. I couldn't keep up with them. <laughs> <laughs> we do it here, so I was just yeah. curious if, if you were doing it. So, what's your favorite moment from the show? Is there one that stands out? Ah, oh, God, my favorite moment. I, I, that's a good question. I mean. L- I, ha- I listen. I have favorite moments, right? Right. You know, like people yeah. say it's like children. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I mean, look, I I love uh, you know getting to direct uh, employee transfer. My first episode was was great, and uh, I mean all the episodes I got to direct and finishing with Arm was was really sweet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God, favorite. You know, one of my favorite moments is uh, at the end of the job where uh, Pam is doing her talking head and. And then Jim kind of comes in and surprises her. Oh, yeah. And he's oh, like, yeah. Pam, are you free for dinner? Right. Um, she's like, yeah, you know, and he's like, great. And, uh, it, you know, and I just, I, I just, I love that moment. Yes. I'm just, you know, Jenna, I love. Yeah. Jenna was yeah. great. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She was, she was fantastic. I mean, it was just, it, just such a great, to me, just such a great moment. I like, there were things that I just love. I listen, I love. There are character moments. I love when uh, Steve, when um, 
sorry, I could say Steve, when uh, Jim is on, you know, booze cruise and they're out on the deck. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, he's like, and he tells her, I have a, th- you know, a thing for Pam. And, and, and suddenly Michael, who's this, you know, like people see him as kind of this, you know, a bit of a buffoon and a joke. Suddenly, like, he has these pearls of wisdom where he's like, you know, engaged ain't married, you know, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, like he just he he says these things and and it's like oh it's a real you know it's a real you know moment and and a, again it is it's 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 just wise like he just has he does have wisdom in certain situations and yeah. I love even in the client when uh, they're trying you know he and Jan are, are with uh, Tim Meadows character oh, yeah. and yeah. they're they're pitching you know and then Jan is about to start in with a pitch and Michael's like. <clears throat> you know, and he, he just kind of waves her off bec- because of all the things of his, you know, all his shortcomings as a boss. He's an excellent salesman. Right. He right. Knows, like, this is not, and he's like, no. And you see, that's the first time you see that in this series, I think. You know, yeah. I love it. Listen, I love when Michael shows up at uh, in business school at Pam's uh, art show. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yeah. I think that is just just so sweet. Um, you know, I have I have a t- But listen. I love, I love in the merger when Michael and Dwight are pushing Tony Gardner up Ugh. on the onto the table. He's like, that's, I feel I like one of the most cringy. Here. Yeah, I feel like that's one of the most cringy moments. Like I love but Scott I love Scott Stotts, yeah. but oh, when, Scott when, Stotts, when yeah. they're pushing him up the table, that's like one of the most cringy moments for me. Yeah. Oh so, my God. Yeah. yeah. Scott's Tots of all the, of all the promises that i, I forget yeah. how long of all the <laughs> that promises the that i did this is the most yeah. <laughs> generous yeah um yeah i mean like there's i mean there are a ton of t- i i love him when he does santa claus and is if you watch like the blooper for that where his this leg is yeah. you know falling asleep and brian <laughs> is sitting on and when kevin is sitting on his lap what do you want for christmas little boy and, <laughs> I don't know. No one's ever asked me that before. <laughs> I'm going to get you a thousand helium balloons. And, yeah. and you can see the cast. I was like, I was like, I'd always, I'd always give Mindy crap for breaking. I'm like, you need to hold it together. <laughs> you yeah. know? But you can see at the end of this scene, like Andy, uh, Ed Helms is, you know, walking away. Yeah. But, you know, Mindy is, is gone. Like they're all just completely breaking. You yes. know, but, uh, and there's there's no way editing around that, you know. It's sort of like you you just I'm like, all right, well they're laughing in character. I'll I'll right. buy that. It and, would it would be funny in real life. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it would be. Hard. Do you guys have any favorite uh, favorite moments or favorite uh, favorite things? I love anything from the Michael Scott Paper Company. Those episodes, uh, they just yeah. I love those episodes <laughs> when they go grab when Ryan he's crawling on the ground. Yeah, when he's crawling on the at the beginning uh, I, when he's yeah. come with me <laughs> yeah. i just love that they grab ryan from a bowling alley you know like yeah and he never made it to thailand he went to florida just in his hair is frosted <laughs> blonde it just that always made me laugh yeah so that's a I great like, uh i like who is it uh vish uh Vir- What's his name? Uh, Vigram. Vikram. Yeah. When yeah. he's like, wait, what? You don't have, you know, the investor. And then yeah. he's like, cuts to like yeah. him getting dropped off. <laughs> what does Nana mean? <laughs> it means grandmother. <laughs> okay, I got to go. <laughs> um, so you're editing the Superfan episodes. Uh, is there a schedule for that? Like, are you allowed to say, like, when can we roughly expect the other seasons? I mean, l- listen, they're not done. So we're just, we're still working on them. Yeah. Um, it takes a lot of time to, uh, you know, it, it it takes a lot of time. Like we're not just it's we're not just dumping in deleted scenes, right? Like I said, we we go through. I really spend time, you know, putting these together. The thing is, it's it's a small crew. It's me, uh, Rob Burnett, who was uh, he was an assistant editor on the show, and uh, he's now an editor. I mean, he's worked with. Uh, He's worked with me on uh, uh, the Mini Project. He's cut episodes of The Office. He worked with me on the Mini Project, Upload, Space Force, and then he's cut a bunch of shows, Miracle Workers, AP Bio. I mean, he's, he's cut a bunch of stuff. And uh, so it's, but he's the one, we're, we're bringing the old projects back. And then we have other assistant editors that prep the material so we can see, okay, here's the locked cut. Here's the dailies for it. Here's the, you know, these are the older cuts. Here's the, you know, um, 
So it just it just takes time to like weave these things. So a they don't, like I said they don't it doesn't feel like we're just dumping deleted scenes into a show, and b we don't want them to feel like a bloated assembly. Right. Like we want it. To, it's not going to feel obviously. It's not going to feel the same as a twenty one thirty five, you know, long minute you know minute long cut that just like you know shoots by. But I still just don't. I don't want it to. I don't want people to get bored or just feel like you know. There's a reason why we cut stuff out and yeah. a reason you know. Just, just the way it, the show is. So it's, uh, you know, it takes time. But uh, season seven is coming soon, and uh, we're going to run right into season eight. We're going right into season eight afterwards, and then hopefully season nine. Sometimes it gets sidetracked. I mean, there are, like I said, if I'm, I work with Greg Daniels on uh, other shows, so like Space Force Upload. So you know, the, like it gets a little bit uh, pushed on the back burner, and then I, I, we come back and you know, just you know, work on it. So that's. But we don't, we, you know, I, when Greg came up with the idea, he's like, you know, hey, we have all this great stuff. This would be great for the show launching on Peacock to do these, you know, super fan episodes. Um, I, I was like, yeah, I, I don't trust anybody else to yeah. do it, you know, yeah. um, other than like Dean or Claire Scanlon, you know, yeah. I mean, so someone who's, who's worked on the show, who, who knows it, you know, um, inside out, uh, so that's why I'm, you know, I cut it and, you know, we, uh, we'll, uh, we, we, we deal with, uh, with Greg and, and Howard Klein and, you know, and, and then, and Peacock, but we're also, we're using our, our old sound mixers and sound editors. So the, the shows will look and sound. Yeah. Uh, I think great. that's important too. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Even Peacock, Peacock was asking like, Oh, should we leave the old stuff, you know, and not color it? It, you know, and just, you know, not color time it and, you know, leave time code up. And I was like, no, nobody wants that. Like, exactly. The right. whole idea. Thank you. Yeah. The whole idea is to make this look seamless, you know, to put the stuff in like it, it's, you know, they can, people at this point can rip DVDs and edit in deleted scenes if they want to make longer episodes. Like, yeah. But it won't look or sound the same. I was like, you know, you, you, I said, no, no, we want this stuff to look seamless. Let's, let's, and we put in visual effects and there are, there are times, I don't know if they patched it yet, but there was stuff like season six came out and I'm like looking at the first episode. I'm like, where's the V effect on the group? Like there's a, you know, Michael, uh, uh, the parkour. Yeah. And we added this extra shot where he's closing the, the laptop and I'm like, there's supposed to be footage. The YouTube footage should be back on the, the laptop and instead there's a green screen there and i'm like what's happening what what you know this vfx slipped through and yeah. you know there's other little things that that uh that's that slipped through the cracks where i'm like we got to patch these let's you know let's get these going so yeah um but uh yeah we we will put new stuff in and you know comp things into you know whatever a monitor or, you know things that that weren't done originally will 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 add in for these episodes okay yeah. we love the super fan episodes, yes. so you guys oh, you guys yeah. are doing great work yeah so, there's times where there's up to 10 minutes extra yeah. footage so that's yeah. like half yeah. an episode it's yeah. amazing i love it yeah there's um i mean we shot a lot of stuff i i job fair was one of those where there was a ton of stuff like on the golf course and you know brett bailey like i mean there was just a ton of stuff that got cut out that uh oh this is you know a lot of just great stuff to uh to to add back in and it's exciting and and you know there was there was one episode where uh i'm looking and like there's a you know a cold open in the assembly and then it wasn't in the show and i was like wait did we put this in another episode and i'm looking and i'm watching the next episode and the next one and i don't see it because sometimes you know we'll we'll move something and uh then I'm a. I, I look online. I do a search, like you know, and I kind of describe the cold open, and then a thing pops up from like the office ladies, an article from the office ladies saying lost cold open, uh-huh. like they had described <laughs> this cold open, and I was yeah. like, well, w- wait a minute, like they described it like as this, and, I, and they didn't couldn't remember if we shot it or not. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, we shot it, and I see what happened was that we shot it. We didn't use it for the episode that we shot it for, and we saved it. We ended up not using it for the rest of the season. So then we didn't put it on the DVDs because we thought, oh, we'll use it next season. Then it's a full right. uh, and it's a cold open. It's it's uh, it's Michael. His stuff falls in the toilet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know? And uh, and he comes out and he comes up with the toilet buddy. Yes. You know, or which, toilet uh, guard, we've heard of. You know? So, yeah. <laughs> yep. So, so. Um, 
and it was uh it was one of these things where i'm like oh it didn't it didn't you know we didn't put it on the dvds uh, because we were gonna, we saved it for the next season. But then what happened was is the next season, the writers over the summer, they changed everything. So right away, uh, Toby's leaving and uh, Holly comes in. Yeah. So it's like this cold open doesn't apply anymore. Like right. it doesn't fit. It's no longer current. So it was just one of these that just never, it, it was never seen. And uh, so I got to see it. And, um, and I saw we did just an assembly version. And actually it was funny. It was like reading this article uh, from the you know that where the office ladies were quoted, Angela mentions one of the things that was funny was that you know they're asking him all the stuff that fell in and and then someone says you know and your keys and he goes I threw those in in anger <laughs> and that wasn't <laughs> that line wasn't in the assembly version and so I'm glad that she mentioned it because then I went hunting for it it was and I I found it in a take I'm like oh this is great awesome oh, awesome, that's awesome. I, made the, I made the change and and tweaked it for a. Uh, you know, for the super fan edit, and and that's what happens a lot of times. Like, you know, deleted scenes even on DVD on the DVDs. A lot of times they were from the assembly, and so they got cut out before the show was you know uh, polished, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it's a, it's so like- I'll go back. I'll go back to these deleted scenes, and I'll I'll polish them and and tweak them, and sometimes change the performance. When I'm doing the actual show, this is this might be interesting. Is that uh, I have rules. Uh, this is a documentary. So there's no changing performances or things like that. It's uh, it's just oh, there's more documentary footage that we're putting in. Um, so it's uh, you know, you won't see like for in the, in most cases there are a couple of exceptions, but in most cases you won't see a change of performance or anything. You might see a change in a camera angle to help facilitate something, but uh, I'm not changing takes or anything like that. This is strictly yeah. like we're just adding stuff in. You yeah. Know? It's kind of like a treasure hunt <laughs> yeah. to find all these yeah. gems to add in. Well, even uh, even in business school, uh, Steve Carell did a couple of takes where he's just improvising with the with uh, the you know the audience of students, yeah. and uh, we put those in. I was just like, oh, this is great. He's describing. I mean, it just to me, if you if you saw that super fan episode, there's just some great interaction with him and these students and and what he's describing. You know, yeah things like that that's so awesome it was so nice talking to you yes I, I thank can't you talk. so much great talking to you guys too yeah. all yeah. right thank you we you have have it. Much. If you need anything just let me know okay perfect thank you thank you okay all all right. Take care. Bye-bye. bye thanks for listening check out our social media pages at tv we love on twitter tv we love on facebook and tv we love podcast on instagram if you enjoyed this episode please consider following and subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts we appreciate all ratings and reviews especially the five star ones we'll be back soon with another episode of tv we love bye